Welcome to Michael and Mary in the Morning. The cute-ass morning show you didn't know you needed. We're a feel-good podcast about two childhood best friends who quit their corporate jobs to pursue their dreams in Los Angeles. Chasing our dreams, drinking too much coffee, and silver lining that shit. So take a seat. Pour your cup of coffee. And we'll be here every Monday. <laughs> Lucky for you. Welcome back to Michael and Mary in the Morning, the cute-ass morning show you didn't know you needed. Michael and Mary back at again for your Monday morning. We've got our iced coffees. Iced oat milk lattes today. Mm. I never drink an ice drink on mm. the show. And this is a vibe. It's like we are mm. in the springtime, the summertime. That's Daylight the savings has come. We have more sunshine. Yeah. And we're here for iced coffee The first day season. of spring has passed. It's time for iced coffee on the show. Not like we ever stop throughout winter, but here we go. Yeah, well. <laughs> we it live in feels LA. <laughs> like we haven't done this in forever since last week's True. episode was the Grammy special, and we we're just on the high of Taylor and Harry winning all the Grammys, and that's like all we talked about. So it just Honestly. feels like it's been so long since we sat down and shared yeah. our lives, and yeah. we're here to brighten your day, you know? Honestly, we hope everyone's doing good. Hello to any yeah. new listeners. Sam from welcome. Seattle, if you're listening. What up, Sam? Good to have you. About also, time. welcome to freaking Hungry and... In Paraguay. Excuse me, what? That's right. I don't even. Our it's 31st funny because and 32nd when we had Uruguay, you were like, I want to get Paraguay now. Well, now we have Paraguay. Well, now we have it. Some Somebody was talking to someone in Paraguay mm-hmm. from Uruguay and was like, mm-hmm. you have to listen. The world tour All just keeps getting here. better and better. Welcome <laughs> everyone from Hungary and Paraguay that's listening yes. to us. We're so excited that you're here. Uh, it, it blows my mind. It yeah. blows my mind. Yeah. My favorite I was thing- just reached out. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just talking. <laughs> well, I was just on the country ramble, and then I was like, "Oh, I was just got a DM from this girl who lives oh my in Germany, God. and she's like, it Greta. was the sweetest thing ever." And she was saying how she's always wanted to be in LA, and she's like, "I'm so inspired by you and Mary and your content, and what you're creating. It's just inspiring me to come out there, and it just moved me." And it's just like, oh, those little things that just remind us Honestly. why we do what we do. Honestly, know? she wrote you like a mm. novel. It was so so sweet. We love Everything. you, Greta. Love you, Greta. Um, Shout out. My na- yeah, like my ma- my favorite thing ever is meeting new friends or like seeing mm-hmm. new people online and being like, oh yeah, I have a podcast, and then <laughs> being like, wait, that's dope, that's so exciting, and then they go follow, and then they're like listening right now. So that's so good fun. that you're listening right now because we have a show for you. Have we got a show? Literally, like we told you earlier that we are mm-hmm. bringing in this month, this month of March, mm. and. We're delivering. Lions. There's actually, we figured out, the most Mondays in March than any other month. <laughs> so you get five Michael and Mary Mondays this month. So You're welcome. March is our month. You're welcome. We're coming in like lions, Mike, baby. We Michael and Mary in Mondays in, in March. You Gosh, know? Mondays with Michael and Mary. It's just a Mondays, great March time. Mondays. Great time to be March a part Madness. Of it. We March are Madness. Monday, to be honest. We, we own we Monday. We are Monday. <laughs> we own this day. And for this week's episode, we have Desperate Electric. They're a dynamic yeah, we do. duo reigning from the mountains of Montana. Mountains of Montana on Monday with Michael and Mary. Wow. In March. Yeah. They have graced us with their beautiful selves, and we chat all about perseverance, mm. resilience, and dedication to music. 
Um, Desperate Electric is comprised of Ben and Katie, a couple, an adorable freaking couple. Everything. Friends of mine from Montana who I've shot album work for. I met when I was in college, maybe out of college. I don't even know. You'll find out. Um, Mm. And I shot album work for them and we'll shoot more work for them in June, which I'm so excited for. They are everything of the sort. They take us through their journey of meeting Mm. each other, falling in love, developing the band, and just making life a vacation, you know? It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> we talk about dive bars. Yes. We talk about drinking. We recorded mm-hmm. it on St. Patrick's Day, so it's really oh a party God, episode. I forgot. Everything. Um, yeah, they are so kind They're and so nice. incredible. Like you said, resilient. That is so them. And yeah. also the fact that they are in Montana and doing it, and they like love yeah. Montana. Yeah. And they like are creating music and built their own studio. Because we have so many people that are like, oh, I moved to LA to come and do this here. It's like, Record they're like, and do all this. we love yeah. Montana and we can do music anywhere. And they're doing it. And it's just That's so, so inspiring. They're so great. I wish I could sing like Ben. Uh, Mary, get me there. That's my goal. It's just <laughs> such a vibe. So excited okay. for everyone to hear it. Doing my best. But before we get into it, um, let's get into our Sun Cloud Silver Linings of the Week, our weekly segment where we talk about what went great for this, us this week, what not was like not so great this week, and yeah. how are we... How we are silver lining that shit. You know what I'm Amen. saying? Amen. Okay. Let's Vibes. do it. Go well, first. I'll start out, out with the sun this week. Um, okay, Mary, this latte you made me is like tripping me out. I can't even. I'm like talking so fast. And then I'm like tripping over <laughs> I know my what words. The this is why I don't usually, like I don't usually do like iced coffee and iced lattes on Sundays. Slow when down. We record. Don't chug it. Okay, I'm going to take a sip. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was I'm going to be like, even more hyped. Stop drinking. You're like, okay, I'm okay. going to take a drink of it. <laughs> <laughs> gonna take a drink and a breath. Okay, my son oh, this week my nails was were that half painted. That's cute. In life by Michael Blue, it looks great. Okay, <laughs> so I booked a big project this week with this brand mm. that I've been working with for a while, like years now, which is so yeah. cool. Yeah. And it's six looks for their like spring summer collection, and it's, it's gonna model. be in like their stores. And I'm low key losing my mind. Um, we're and manifesting I, a billboard. Yeah, we are manifesting a billboard, but like yeah. a full body in a store, it works for mm-hmm. me. Um, but I had to be on like Zoom call with like corporate, and then a tailor came to our house, and I had a fitting with that clothes on Zoom. It was just <laughs> my 13 year old Montana boy self was quaking, <sighs> quaking in his boots. Um, but it was just so funny. But it's just, yeah, such a cool moment. And the clothes are all a vibe. And I've always just loved fashion since I was a kid. And I remember like wanting to wear this brand, but like I couldn't afford it. And mm. it's so cool, like Aww. to now like be a part of their, oh, totally. Like, to be like a part of their creative process and vision and creating imagery with them and it's just so cool and I just have the best photographers in Los Angeles (laughs) shout out to at Mary Kantner photo and my buddy Mike at 1140 who always like take the best photos of me and we were just on rooftops and there were blue skies and it was just so fun and I think that's the most important thing when you are creating that you're having fun while you're doing it and having the best time because if you're not having fun then why are you doing it you know then what are you doing? I love that. What are that. you doing? 100%. Ching ching. So, Cheers to that. Sun. Ching ching. Ching ching. Um, okay, so my son this week, hard to pick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stir up that ice. My ice cubes. Um, I'll be drinking while you tell us your son. Great. You're just going to be tripping out on your iced coffee mm-hmm. while I'm talking. Um, hard to pick, honestly. I did get a new plant. His name is Jerry. I got oh it from gosh, our Mickey's down the street. We walked um, to a nursery in the, the middle of The thing about Los LA Angeles. is, it, this is so weird. Growing up in Montana, like you see all these like tropical, beautiful plants, right? Like fiddly figs, birds of paradise, yeah. like ferns, um, palms, and you're like, I want that. Like, 
and philodendrons even, or like rubber plants. Anyway, <laughs> I should work at a plant store. But, Literally. Um, you like see all of these plants uh, in the in the nurseries, right? But then you get to LA and they're just growing natively. Like I saw a huge, huge fiddly fig. It was the size of a freaking apple tree. It was giant. I, it, I don't fiddly get figs. it. I don't get it. Um, also, plants are much cheaper here than they are in Montana, and that makes sense now. But anyway, got a new fiddly fig. I've wanted one for years. Named him Jerry. Michael and I have an inside joke with Jerry. Um, and he's just the most beautiful. He's just sitting right over there, and he's just the most beautiful thing. Um, I also got a plant, my first ever plant that yes. I've ever got in my life. It's a Birds of Paradise, which is my favorite plant. It looks giant. so good in my room. Yeah. I can't even tell you. It brought so much life, so many vibes. I like keep it's walking so in and out of my room, and I'm like, wait, what? It's transformed the space. So it has. If you don't have a plant, I would get a plant. It's get really, a plant. it's there really so quite many something. different kinds. Like, even just one green thing, I feel like, just brightens yeah, things up so much. That is crazy. Much. Yeah. Welcome. I'm obsessed with it. Um, I would also maybe have to say that um, my other son of the week was running into a really, really good old friend. I haven't seen him mm-hmm. in maybe like nine years, ten years. I have no idea. Since high school, time, we've like talked. Time. Yeah, we've like talked mm. on and off, but like nothing really. And I was finishing up. Um, with a lot of photo sessions in Manhattan Beach, and I was like exhausted and sweaty, and I was like done. Okay, yeah, I had been there since like nine thirty. The sun was like about to set. I was like done, and I'm walking up the hill back to my car, and I look up, and my eyes quickly lock with him, and I'm like, oh, that kind of looks like him, but I was like, no, there's no way. This is freaking L.A. Like, why he doesn't right. even live here. And we both have masks on, so I wasn't, like, positive that I should, like, Insane. say anything. I don't know. But I knew it was him, like, immediately. And so, but I was so confused because, one, like, he he doesn't live in L.A. And I honestly have no idea, like, what he's up to lately. So it was just bizarre. Like It's the most... normal to see people out and you're like, oh, they look so much like somebody that I know from exactly. another state. It happens exactly. all the time. I was yeah. like, oh, you look like this guy I know from whatever. And um, I, I, yeah, I like the most I had seen about his life was like via Instagram every once in mm-hmm. a while. And I too, like I think he knew that I was that I moved to L.A. recently, but I definitely do not live in Manhattan Beach. And this was like my third time ever going to Manhattan Beach. So like mm-hmm. the odds that I would see anyone that I know, let alone him, which is like it, it's just zero. Those odds are zero. So it's like a movie. I'm on my phone. My head is down. (laughs) Sit with me into this story, okay? I'm on my phone, walking, trudging up this hill. I chose to go straight for some reason, not left, which is probably what would have been faster because my car was over there. I go straight instead of left, and I happen to look look up at just the right time right at him, and I say his name, and he doesn't even say anything. He just hugs me. I was like, Mm. gonna throw up. (laughs) I was like... (laughs) He was with a few friends, one I recognized, but I didn't really know any of them. And um, I'm like, what the hell are you doing here in my town? What are you doing here? What are you doing here? That's literally how I felt. I was like, what are you doing here? I felt so like cinematic. It's like a movie. 
And he's apparently visiting friends to help them move, and they're all grabbing beers to go sit in a park and watch the sunset. So they invite me. Amazing. And yeah. I meet all of his friends, and they ask every question about me, and I'm just loving every second of it. <laughs> You're like, yes, please. Like, yes, ask Human away. Human contact, attention, ask let's all go. about me. <laughs> um, it was like 10 years of having to catch up. It was pretty wild. Totally. Um, told him about photography, told him about the podcast, told him about moving mm. down here. I just still can't believe... I saw him and all the places to see him and like all of the people to run into is just a lot and ended up being a magical night just romping around Manhattan Beach mm. with his friends and we walked barefoot in the waves in the dark and drank beer even though like the last time we saw each other we weren't even old enough to drink which is wow. crazy. Yeah. Um, it just it felt like a dream. And then I went home and he left town the next day. So mm. it's just like the universe to be like, hey, this person is still out there and you guys are going to run into each other and it's going to be amazing. But then you're going to go right back to your amazing life and feel so affirmed in what you're doing and like so excited to be in LA living your dreams and being a badass and proud of yourself. And oh, it was just... Everything. You're right about this iced coffee. <laughs> I know. It really gets you going. It really gets you going. Um, no, I was going to say the universe is so crazy how it works because like the things that had to go right to you mm. for you guys to find each other is so insane. Like That's if you would have taken this block, if you were still looking at your phone, if he was looking somewhere, so many things had, had to have been. For slightly longer time. To- Literally. That yeah. is insane. So then you're yeah. like, wait, why did we run into each other? Were we supposed to run into each other? What's the meaning of all this? And it's then you start thinking like, like totally how many people? All of that already, <laughs> but yeah, kind of. And then I think about how many people are like your misconnections. Exactly. Along the way, how many you know? people? You it's haven't. just is crazy. So that's why it seems even more like meant to be that you were supposed to find each other and reconnect. I th- wow. I think so, but okay. Well, well, the story will be. To be continued. Yeah. <laughs> Obsessed. <laughs> okay. Um, my cloud this week has definitely been the deadly shootings in the Asian community. Mm. Um, it has been so awful and heartbreaking and heavy. And we just want to send mm-hmm. just our outpouring of love and support and just stress how important it is to be an ally and to stand up for each other and everyone who yes. is affected by racism and hate because that's the only th- way things will improve at all and move forward forward um Mm -hmm. is if we're there for each other because nobody should ever have to live in fear in this world for who they are um and it's just been so and it really this week has been so heavy i think especially just seeing everything and um like every day and, and just figuring out what we can do to be better as a society as a whole and just the little things that we can do in our lives whether that's talking with our family or our friends and just Mm. if you see something that you say something and yes. everything like that. So that's just been heavy on both of our hearts this week. Um, I just wanted to send our love to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. My cloud is the same. It goes along with what Michael said, and he said it beautifully. I just think that the exposure of like the hate towards the Asian community is just nauseating, and it kills me to think that we are still so far behind, right. even in like California, for example, which is supposed to be like a welcoming melting pot of so many beautiful cultures and beautiful traditions Mm -hmm. and we just have so much work to do and catching up and unlearning and like redoing um in every corner of society and I personally want to apologize and send my support 
and love mm. to all of our friends who have been affected in any way by this tragic behavior. And I personally vow to do better and join you as an ally. And mm. we love you so much. And we're so sorry. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> Into silver linings. Um, yes. Silver so Linings this week was definitely our last Friday night. Last Friday <laughs> night. <laughs> we, the, it's so funny how we live off of like the most like small, smallest things that are just so euphoric and to us. And here's the and thing. Magical, they always you know? say like, don't live off the crumbs, right? But like, sometimes it's good to live off the crumbs. We love the crumbs. We like, love what is it crumb. about us? What is it about us? Um, so anyway, we had an interview this past Friday. That's an upcoming interview also mm-hmm. for March that you're mm-hmm. all going to lose your minds over. It was so much fun. And we were just uh, like high off of the interview after me and Mary and I talked with people. We're always just, like so excited, like so inspired, man. everything. Um, and we're just like riding the high. And it was Friday and it was 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. And it's still sunny out because of daylight saving us. I was like, oh my gosh, Bless. it's going to be sunny until like seven. And I was like, Mary, do you want to go look at like burgers and like yes. drinks? And she's like, yes. yes. So we take our <laughs> Michael and Mary tumblers and we filled them with rum. And Red. we walked to this place called Astro Burger, which is on Santa Monica Boulevard. And we've been wanting to go there forever because they have like outdoor so seating, but it's blocked off. And it's one of those like old school burger places, which is just totally my favorite vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all like open back up. So like the kind burgers. of place your dad yep. just would love to go. Oh my God. That loves it. That loves it. Um, Like diner vibes, like inside, diner girl vibes, everything like that. So we got like burgers and French fries with the ranch. Oh, the ranch. It was so thick and creamy and delicious. Mm. Like I'm such Mm. a snob for ranch. And this was everything of the sort. He is. He's so picky. Um, And then the cherry Cokes we got. First I was like, wait, they didn't have Dr. Pepper, but they had Coke. Then it said cherry Coke. I was like, when was the last time? When was the last time? Could not tell you. And we put the cherry Cokes in our tumblers of rum Mm. and had our drinks on the patio. And it was living. Think. We... Yeah, my silver lining is going to be the same because not only it was like it was the first day of spring, okay? It was literally the first day of spring. And we decided that we were going to have our own like little spring break. Spring break. Spring break. (laughs) And we just talked inspiration and dreams Mm. and soaked in the sun and like ate our delicious fries and Mm. shared a shot of vodka before we left. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm big into that. Before you leave for the night doing anything, just taking a shot. It just (laughs) gets the vibe starting to go, like so much excitement. Your blood is pumping. It's just like, it's the way to go. We have kettle one. (laughs) Okay. Kettle one, honestly, is elite to me. And we took... It doesn't quite taste like hydrogen peroxide like every other Svedka or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't crazy. What did you say? It wasn't like full on hydrogen peroxide. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's vodka. It's straight. I'm like, this is hydrogen peroxide. And Kettle One's a little higher. It's a little better. And it tastes like it wasn't that, like the. I, I thought Still the shot was pretty smooth. Still a cleaning agent, but not total cleaning agent. But it'll just like get all the bacteria in our mouths and throats and everything. So I felt cleansed. Exactly. I don't know about I you. I felt but. so healthy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> we just like sang, yeah, no, we just went and just stuffed our faces with trash. Um, we just like sang all the songs from our artist interview that's coming up oh in the gosh. next week or so two. Excited. And it was just so beautiful and delicious and fun. And then yep. since we were just like on a high, right? We were like, okay, we need to get more alcohol, go we somewhere and watch more. the sunset. 
Yeah, um, we love so we a sunset. So we walk back home. Loves the sunset. Moscow mules in our tumblers. <sighs> like you guys, I'm telling you, these these tumblers, tumblers are everything of the sort. They're only available for our brunch tier patrons. Also, welcome Sierra. Shout out. Sierra. We want to say welcome to Sierra to our brunch tier. She is. Um, we are obsessed with Sierra. Go follow Sierra. Go follow her podcast. She's everything. She's so talented and incredible. Um, and I just love our community there. It's building so nicely. And anyway, so these tumblers are everything of the sort. We use them every day for every single thing that we need, like mm-hmm. drinks, coffee. I use They're them for so hot fun. And like we water. say, they keep your drink. The ice doesn't melt. It doesn't. It stays cold. It's magic. And they're so damn cute. But anyway. They're so cute. They just we grab our mouths. Moscow Anywho's. mules. And we head to the Ralph's root rooftop. And I was like in that mood where, you know, I've had a drink. I'm like fed. I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I'm just like feeling on top of the world. And I was like, I want to climb some shit. <laughs> so we have to get to the top of the world. Yeah. I was like, we need to get higher. We need to climb up on something. A mom, don't let dad hear this. Nope. Just kidding. It's not actually that bad, but like he'd be like, it wasn't, it wasn't crazy. Serious? <laughs> so Michael hoisted me up onto the wall yep. of the parking garage. And Navarro cheerleader style. Amen. He's the best. He little he literally just like, like swung God. his leg up there. Like he's that so Montana tall, boy just grew up realize. climbing trees. I was gonna oh, say, I can climb. I can climb. I just That's didn't realize your me. legs were so long. They are incredible. <laughs> like <laughs> the things I have scaled with these oh, babies is wow. quite something. I yes. was very impressed. Yes. Um, but yeah, we just like sat up there, drank our Ugh. mules, talked and dreamed and listened to music and vibed as the sun went down. It was seriously And we magic. haven't seen the sun from that angle of like you're seeing the entire sky go from mm. blue to like pink to like orange, you know what I mean? So I think just the expansive view, skies. exactly. The expansive view was, mm. I would say, everything of the sort. Immaculate. You know? Yeah. Magic. It was everything. It was so good. And we had an amazing week. Mm. But without further ado. No more ados. No more ados here. We've got an amazing artist interview in store for you. Amazing. They are the sweetest, the coolest, most hardworking duo I personally know. And they are joining us from Butte, Montana, Butte, America. Here we are, Desperate Electric. Let's go! It's a very special day on the show. It's a very special day. We have been waiting for this day for probably months, I would say. Would you say? Months and months and months, I would say. And the day is here. Not only is it the day we picked a holiday, it's St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. That we have very special guests on the show today, Mary. Yep, yep. So, quoted by Taste Magazine, as some bands have talent, others have character, but very few have soul. Desperate Electric is all of that in one. Dubbed Electro Soul Brilliance, the Montana-based duo Desperate Electric enlists a perfect combination of live instrumentation with killer beats and all the bells and whistles under the kitchen sink, Yes, as said by Indie Pulse Music. Consisting of Ben Morris on guitar, keys, vocals, production, and Katie Court on bass and vocals, the pair fuse their many influences to create a sound that's both contemporary and nostalgic of past decades of funk, rock and roll, and soul. Everybody welcome Desperate Electric! 
Welcome to the show. Yeah. Oh my God. Hi, in you the guys. house, rocking your hey. green on St. Patrick's Day. We'd love to see it. Yeah, you guys look fabulous oh in your God. beautiful home studio. So, okay, I just have to tell everybody how I know these two. Yeah, connect us. <sighs> I, these two I, celebrities. I honestly can't remember the exact day we met. Maybe you can, but I, I think it was like. I had an ex-boyfriend that was maybe shooting your show or Likely. something, and we met then. Katie, do you remember? Maybe at the zebra, like in the zebra days, like when I was bartending. Oh my god! In that the fog, fun. in the fog <laughs> of the zebra cocktail. I, I was bartending, and Ben like booked all the bands at oh this bar god, in Bozeman, yes. and we also like played there, like yeah. with our band. But we knew, yeah, we knew an ex-boyfriend of Mary's. Mm-hmm. Oh um, my god! He, he would DJ. You usually have a story with Mary. <laughs> he, it's always a boy. It's always an ex boyfriend <laughs> that connects you. Yeah, he was a DJ at the Zebra, so he was there a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing! I totally forgot you bartended. Wait, Holy can shit. you um, paint the picture of the Zebra for me? Oh Because that sounds like <laughs> the, the place. Um. Yeah. Go ahead, guys. You do it best. <laughs> The zebra, well, first of all, was... Do we start with honestly, the piss trough or no? No, Ben, okay. no. <laughs> okay. We're like, not starting just, with the piss no. trough. Okay, the zebra was a magical place. It, it was a was. magical it sounds like it. dungeon mm-hmm. that did often smell like pee. You had to walk past the piss trough on your way into the club. Yes. Into it? Like, yeah. Like, the boys' bathroom literally was just like a, a trough that people peed in. Oh, yeah. So, like, Gosh. that was an element. There was no door on it, no nothing. No. You know. So, it was no. like. No way. So, it was kind of like, just, welcome to the filth, you're at the zebra yeah. now. But it yeah. was just, it always had, like, every five nights a week, there was, like, live music or DJs. And, and the it was in a basement. Sort. No windows. Oh, yeah. So I grungy. It. it was really yep. in a really yep. old building, like, you know, historic building, haunted. like really mm-hmm. brick, very haunted. Yes. 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 You know. But it was like the No the, ventilation. It was the place. Oh, no, none like, at all. Oh my god, <laughs> no. Like forever a million that. degrees down there. Sweat. But it was like the place to see live music and like yeah. Yeah. the ceilings Dance. were like eight feet tall. Oh, you yeah, know. I love it. It was just such a dungeon, but mm-hmm. like such a vibe. And the best Suck thing about it was that they ha- they always had something different. Like she said, like every night there was like an EDM or there was rock or there was like a random rap battle or fucking yep. karaoke. <laughs> rap or like, really real. It was so random and it was always like really good sound. The light, the ceiling had like lights on them and like scarves <sighs> and it was just a whole, were, were a whole the, uh, trashy were vibe. Were the walls like zebra? Like where does the zebra come in? Literally no context. There's no Have sense to no be clue. No, no yeah. sense. Just like, There's... welcome to the jungle, baby. Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the best I've heard it described, honestly. Yeah, Amazing. honestly. <laughs> I think you were right. Are they doing okay? Oh, it closed no. in 2019. No. no yeah. It, but it had oh. been open for like 25 years. It had a really good run. Wow. They basically closed after I left. They were like, Got yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, they There's were like, like Mary. Give up all she hope. can't come Mary's anymore, gone. so. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. No I was a regular. <laughs> okay, amazing. Well, it brought you all together. So. Yeah, it did. So, so that's how we met. And then over the course of the last few years, we just continued our friendship. I shot um, a lot of promo photos for them. And I am obsessed with them. And it was the first time that I really did like a lot of film indoors with like a bunch of weird lighting. And it was just like a whole vibe. And I loved that they just trusted me to 
do whatever I wanted really. And I think they all turned out really great. So we've just kept being friends over this whole time. And since moving to LA, they've moved to Butte, Montana and um, Butte, America. And so, yeah, I'm just so excited to have them on the show. Finally, they are one of my favorite bands and one of my best friends. So I'm so excited. Katie and Ben of Desperate Electric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Getting started, how did you, I really want to know. So you Same. guys are a couple, yes. So you. Spilling the tea. We need They're to, a couple. We need to hear the tea of whether, like, what was, what came first, music or love? love. Oh. Oh. <laughs> See, um, yeah, I'm going to let you handle yeah, it. Yeah, Ben yep. told me. We were like, going, <laughs> we were like yeah. looking at the questions. I, I, I don't want to. And wanna, Ben was like. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, he was like, I don't want to say anything that's going to make... And I was like, what would you say? Like, yeah, I don't know what he tea, thinks. Yeah, Ben. This is a morning show. <laughs> I, yep. don't, I don't know what he thinks he's going to say. But I mean, uh, we... So we met... We both went to college at MSU in Bozeman. Um, and we were both um, music majors. I did not finish wow. my degree in music, but Ben did. Um, but we were music majors at the time. We were both like, we sang in choir together. And so Ben literally, this is awful of me, but like there was an entire year where like I literally don't remember Ben and he apparently (laughs) made Yeah. And he remembers everything. Yeah. So like that was I just didn't dress well enough, I think, honestly. Yes. <laughs> like I, I was, I blended into the wall because I my know, wardrobe. Yeah, I, don't know. Was I was not a freshman. I was like very, you know, I was like trying to find my way. You know, yeah, find only yourself. a freshman trying to find myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, but like when I was a sophomore, um, we just like kind of randomly became friends. Um, just like just proximity. Yeah, prox- I mean, like we saw each other every day in choir, like every day mm-hmm. of the week. So. And now, he were stood you like, like next to each other? In he choir, was directly like, behind rub- me. Like he stood okay, right behind me. That's what up. I need to know. Perfect. Perfect. So, yeah, he was like l- directly behind me. And we just kind of like s- developed a friendship um, through mm-hmm. like just some mutual friends and just like Ben said, proximity. Um, and we were friends like for a while. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah. And then I, I asked you to that rugby for Oh, yeah. Like. Ben played the rugby, rugby in college. For, not the rugby formal. This is the rugby Ben formal. played rugby. Stop. So this is Ben's, like, one of his, like, I was going to say, this they is a rugby like jersey. Rugby it's not, jersey. but it That's was my green everything. today. But, um, you ben, would play rugby, Ben. I he, he, yeah, he played rugby, like, for the college at MSU. I'm and so gross. he, well, actually, his, <laughs> our friend Logan asked me to go to the rugby formal with Ben. And I was like, sure. Cause he I blew was, up my spot. Cause oh. I was really good friends with Logan and his girlfriend who were going to the rugby formal. And I was like, that sounds fun. And I was 19 and you know, any excuse to dress up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally yeah, I love a theme. Like, party. so we go to that rugby formal and it was really fun, but like literally I don't hear from him again. Like until what? like, ben and ghosted? I well, like, that's well, not true. I got, <laughs> I got, I got obliterated drunk. Yeah. And at the rugby formal. Yeah. yeah. Gone. And well, sure. I, I don't really remember how the night ended. Um, but don't say anything to incriminate yourself. I will try not to incriminate myself. But you got like sick afterwards. I literally got walking I was just pneumonia like, like the day after. Yeah, it was oh, just unfair. So I like didn't like, go to school for like a week. Yeah, I'm like, what did I do to her? <laughs> he oh my that god, it was like his fault. So I, like, just, I remember like, I, I like texted you. you as like a really scared 20 year old. Like, oh god, what did I like? Oh. I, I hope you had a good time. Uh, 
I might go jump off a cliff. I don't know. Oh like I did. What did I do? I killed her. Yeah. <laughs> you literally like, thought. Did, that, like, yeah. did I kill you? Question mark. I don't know. Yeah. So but I was like super sick. Like literally. You weren't even mad though. No, I, I, I so had drunk. no idea. Like I had no idea that he even thought that. I just literally was ill. Yeah. Um. So then like nothing, nothing ever came of that. Right. Like that was like the rugby mm-hmm. formal. So just kind of like, one off date. Yeah. Like one date. Like we a, never went on another date. Wow. And we, like, were hanging out, like, as friends, and Ben, like, tried to set me up with one of his friends, like, that following no. summer, which did oh not work. Ben, is he a master? My friends were worse <laughs> than I was. Um, but, but it did not work. Then we just kind of started, like, flirty texting, like, at some point. Like, so yeah. the rugby form was in, like, January, and so this is, like, the okay. following fall of the school year. It's, like, Whoa. months later. And so we start, like, kind of. game. Yeah, yeah, super it was, it long was, It game. was a long game, yeah. And so we just kind of start, like, flirty texting. But again, like, nothing's coming of it. I'm, like, I don't yeah. know, sowing my young wild oats and living my best life. Like, like, yeah, like I knew yeah. I liked you, but I was, like, I like <laughs> I don't know if I'm looking for people I like right now. Yeah, I'm you know. I'm a dirtbag. It was, like, college. <laughs> you don't know if you want to get, like, really invested in somebody when that's, like, the mm-hmm. time that you yeah. feel like you're supposed to go crazy. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, like, I like you, but, like... Let's just flirt text. You know? Yeah. So we just did totally. that. And then like literally the net, like the year later, he asked me to go to the rugby formal again. Stop. Oh, year two. Nice move. So, like, nice move. Like a year between our first dates. Right. Holy. Like literally a year. So we go to the rugby formal and I was like, you know, just trying to be a fun flirty so my young wild oats maybe just mm-hmm. you know fool around have a good time and ben was like way too much of a gentleman i was like what are you like what are you doing like aren't mm. are we supposed to just be like you know hooking up like hanging out yeah. like friends and he literally was like so nice like so nice it was winter i had heels on he was like carrying me around like oh, at that late ben. like at some point You're in like, the night. I'm not going to fuck this up again. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not going to kill her No, again. so he was like, yeah, I think, I don't know. That's I, what I hardly even knew what I was doing. But he Not like, just because of the alcohol, but I was just on autopilot. I was just like, mm-hmm. she, I like her a lot. I don't know. Like, so yeah. he, and I just like did, I had no idea. Like, I did not know. And <laughs> he just like tucked me into his bed that night and like kissed Aww. me goodnight on the forehead and like did not even get in the bed. Just like put <sighs> me to bed. That was like the moment where I was like, wow, he's really nice. Like, yeah. wow. Like most boys in college are really not nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So then, I mean, everything after that, basically, just everything snowballed. Like we started hanging out all the time. And I mean, we still like we saw each other every day anyways. But mm-hmm. then like would h- hang out like every night. Yeah. And yeah, mm. then like we'd go to karaoke at the Bacchus yeah. every Wednesday. Go oh my god, every the Wednesday. Bacchus. Yeah, my roommate was the KJ there for like almost a year, so we would go like Fun. every Wednesday. And yeah, then we like a month after that second rugby formal, we started dating, and mm-hmm. then two weeks later, we like took a vacation to Mexico for spring break together. Yeah. Spring break, spring break. Amazing. Oh my god, we both like broke it to our parents that we were like dating someone. It's like I was like. So I'm gonna I want to bring this girl that I'm now dating to Mexico with us. 
It it's like, like literally and, and the, there's a girl now. So. On like a Wednesday, and Ben was leaving for Mexico on like a Friday, and I like purchased a plane <laughs> ticket and flew there on a Saturday. I love like, that. No way. Just so I love that on a whim, and then I don't know. We just like I kind of s- sort of moved in with him like later that summer. Like we, I was just there all the time anyway, so I just stayed there. Like, I mean, it was college, night. you know. We were there three, four nights a week anyway, getting. Way too drunk. Yeah. So it's just like, well, you're not going to go home. We're wasted. Like, so yeah. yeah. And then I don't even know. We just, he's my best friend in the whole world. So <sighs> all of a sudden, you then guys. just happened. Yeah. It was like very, I don't know. The, the feelings happened like very quickly. Like they weren't like there. For me, they weren't there until like the second rugby formal. Like I mm-hmm. thought he was cute, obviously. And I was like, obviously. yeah. But like, <laughs> And then immediately after that, I was like, well, oh, my God, I, like, actually, I love this human. Like, we're yeah. already such Once good friends. you see it, you're like, whoa, what have I been missing? Right. And we were already, like, friends, you know? Like, we, like, like we had, mm-hmm. you know, we had kind of, like, similar friend groups, like, or, like, friends in the same friend group, and we'd hang out, and it was, mm-hmm. like, always really fun, and... Yeah. Yeah. I would say then... I think music was first, then technically See, because I, of technically. choir. Because techni- choir, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah I think but then right. you started a band together. So how yeah. did that? How were you able to kind of morph your relationship into like, okay, music is really important. We have all these well, like this music major backgrounds. Like, how did that kind of morph into at not, that time? And when not it was, break up as well. Mm-hmm, oh, in totally, all and not kill each other. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean. It's still a mystery, honestly. Yeah, it is. I but, mean, people ask us that all the time. And I th- people that have, like, sometimes seen us at our worst have also been like, mm-hmm. how is this? <laughs> how are you? Like, is everything okay? Yeah. Because we're just, yeah. we're both, we're, we're both Aries. So we're really intense. A lot of fire over here. Wow. Uh, a lot of fire. Same. I'm a Sagittarius. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fury, the rage, the passion. Yeah. You I'm know? a Boys. Sagittarius. Passion. <laughs> Oh my God, wait, you're a Sagittarius and Mary, you're a Cancer? Mm-hmm. My rising sign is Sagittarius and my moon sign is Cancer. My moon sign is I'm Aries. the opposite. Oh, oh my God. whoa. We whoa. Each other that, okay, yeah. sorry, a little okay. side tangent. We need a whole other podcast. Uh, I feel like we always do a little like we always zodiac, get that zodiac tangent. <laughs> I love it. Zodiac or Enneagram on every podcast we have with someone. Without trying. Like, like we're not those people, but wait, what's your star sign? Yeah. Right? Oh my God. You know what? You can just really learn a lot about a person. It's you true. really do. Like Mary, you posted that thing on your story and it was like sangria, and my the Aries one was literally a spicy margarita, and I literally, literally. have those like five times a week. Like I yeah. a spicy margarita. Margarita, that is who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Gemini's but- was a spritz, and I was kind of pissed that mine wasn't a spritz because I'm I'm on a mm, huge spritz bender right now. But Sangria is basically the next best thing. Yeah, no, true. Um, okay, wait, back to the original question. We always knew that music was a big part of both of our lives and, and of like mm-hmm. our individual identities and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we both. Katie been... was like the best soprano in the choir and like, Ooh. oh my God, I was soprano just, too. You got the best soprano in the choir? I guess. Just about. You Aaron was also really good. I know. Aaron's amazing. She's incredible. Sorry, Aaron. Shout out, Aaron Hanke. No, she's incredible. She's. Um, a oh, I know genius. her. She's a genius. She's a genius. It's insane. She's a but little. But Katie was very, very good and like intense about it. And I liked that because I was not as good, but also intense about it. So the fire. So we like, you know, <laughs> so like we had choir and choir was a lot. We were both like in two or three choirs. So it was like yeah. four or five days of wow. music a week. And 
after we graduated, like we, I had like I had a band called uh, Still Gone. We were like party rap. Oh my god, rock. Still Gone! Yeah, I want to see that. The name was I see them you, Zebra. You are yeah. taking me so we, far back. We were now. the like quintessential zebra band for a summer there. They yes. were it. Yeah, yeah. mainly because like, I was in charge you, of booking like, the music. You were and I didn't out. Know and you heard, oh, dude, like, Still Gone's playing at the Zebra. I was like, oh, shit, we got to go. Going. We're going. <laughs> it was, wow. It was the party band. We were greasy. Like, we were fun, though. But it was, like, it was so good. Fun. I mean, so like, important. the bones of that band were mm-hmm. always phenomenal because it was Ben and the other, like, front man is our friend yeah, Simon. my buddy Simon, incredible songwriter. Yeah, so good. So, like, there was some really good stuff going on. But, like, as we tried to get that band more serious, it was hard to, like take the party vibe in a like a potentially business kind of direction you know yeah so struggling with that and at that same time katie had we both graduated from msu Mm -hmm. recently at this Mm -hmm. point and katie got like a a good design job right out of school interior design because that was what Mm -hmm. she studied Mm -hmm. and but she she just like wasn't loving that i was starting to get into the zebra i knew i'm like all right i am a live music junkie this is all i want to do but this band isn't working out like I want it to. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's, I joined the band because you did join the band. I used to go to band practice like when I wasn't in Ben's band and just like could not help myself and be like, you're doing this wrong. Like if someone Dude, which I is am awful. the and exact I was like, same. That was day. like not maybe my like I've learned a lot in my last five years of life. And that was maybe not my most finest self. But I also was like, the bones of this band are really good and you guys can be like really fucking good but you just need to like get your shit together but like nobody really liked that which is i mean understandable they were like who is this bitch what does she know Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Mm -hmm. so yeah the other like the other lead singer literally like took ben to lunch and was like ben like your girlfriend like we love her and she's you know she's cool but like if she's gonna come to band practice and like tell us what we need to be doing, she needs to either join the band or can't. She can't come anymore. Mm-hmm. So Ben like, came, oh, I'd be like, I'm in. She was well, ruffling some feathers. That's literally what happened. She was so like Ben feathers. came home. They had a gig that night at the Zebra, and Ben came home from the lunch and or it was like a late. I don't know. It was like beers or happy hour or something. And he got home at like four or five, and I was home and already like half a bottle of wine deep because you know like nine to five in it, and. Mm-hmm. He was. He told me that, and I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna be in the band then." Great. And Amazing. literally, like, okay. okay, showed up and was like, "I'm gonna play this show." And everybody was like, "Do you know the songs?" And I was like, Psh, "Do I know the songs?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love you so much, Incredible. <laughs> Queen. So then, yeah, I literally played my first. I've I had never played or sang with a band before, like until that what? night. Like, yeah, no, Katie's what? background is totally like classical choir. Yep. That's like, I mean, like I grew up, I grew up in Montana and I like rodeoed. And so I grew up singing the national anthem for like rodeos or like large sporting events or like anything that needed like the national anthem to be sang at it. So I did that. Katie like, started doing that when she was seven. <laughs> it must have been the, the cutest goddamn thing. <laughs> I had like oh all these God. outfits. Like Bows I had, yeah. I literally and... have them now as an adult, like the black, like platform Steve Madden boots. I had like kids versions of those and those were like my <laughs> stage boots and I was so, so serious good. about it. Stop. That's so cute. But my whole, like I'd never sang with like a band before until that night. And like immediately I was hooked. Like I remember like some yeah. of my friends like randomly, I didn't tell anybody that that was happening. And I like saw some of my friends from school, like they came down with the zebra we were playing and they were 
like so hyped that I was up there. And it was like that moment of like seeing like my friend Becca like screaming at me. I was like, this is the coolest thing that's ever happened. That's why we want to be pop stars. Exactly. (laughs) You guys are pop stars. We can only do so many TikToks with our green screen (laughs) stage background before we need this to happen. They look great though. The the green screen stage background, the TikToks, amazing. It's working for now. Um, So... (laughs) So yeah, so I joined that band and like we played quite a few shows that fall and then actually kind of like had a weird like falling out with the drummer because he was really mean to me. He's not a nice person. Um and he'd st- but he like screamed at me one night before a show and like mm. told me like nobody wanted me there and like I was just in the band because I was Ben's girlfriend and I was not oh, in the room. And Ben wasn't there. I was definitely he, not like, in that room. He like did it intentionally like when Ben wasn't there Mm -hmm. and it was kind of that moment where I was like well I don't like need people that like don't want me around so Mm -hmm. I'm gonna like I want to start like writing my own songs and like doing that with Ben so like that fall we I like started helping Ben write songs and like that Christmas we started like we had wrote like we were driving home from Christmas break and like wrote a song on the way home I was like this is cool like I'd never written songs before Mm-hmm. We played like a couple more shows with that band and a new drummer. <laughs> and then nice. we were like, we we have too many songs now that like don't fit this vibe that we want to start mm-hmm. our own band because it just was getting increasingly difficult to kind of like merge everybody's ideas and kind of like where we mm-hmm. wanted to go right. and the kind of sound we wanted and just kind of the um, degree of serious, seriousness to which we all mm-hmm. wanted this. Um, like we We, you know... It was around that point in time where we decided it's like, we'll do anything to make this our livelihood, like our career. It's yeah. Like we yeah. want to play, write music, record music, perform music. We'll do whatever yeah. it takes you know. to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. So then it turned into, was the first band that you guys had, that was called Dash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did that transform? How did Dash turn into Desperate Electric? How come you made that, that change then? Well... I like it didn't I don't feel like we've changed that much. Um, right. We were Dash. Like we started a band and we it was me and Ben and I sang and Ben played guitar and sang and we had a bassist and a drummer and we played a bunch of shows and recorded an album and went on our first tour and it was like in like 6 months. Like it was crazy. Like wow. this kind of like whirlwind of like really fun stuff and Ben and I just being like pedal to the metal we want to do this. So we made it happen, which mm-hmm. is like looking back is like Kind of insane. It is insane. Looking back, I'm not surprised that we pushed everyone away. We did. <laughs> Just because we we're like, and, band well, practice, tour. Right. We're going to live out of the van and eat canned yep. beans and that's it. Eat canned like, beans. Like, so um, it became, like, pretty apparent, like, after, like, six, seven months. Like, the, our bassist, too, is amazing and one of our, like, best friends still. He was mm-hmm. like, I have a job, you guys. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I can't. Yeah. This is, like, too much. Like, I. But he gave us like months notice. Yeah, he's like, guys, like I, I, you know, we talked about it from the get go. Mm-hmm. We, I know you want to do this. He's like, I just like have to pick a point where I bow out because because he doesn't. He like he didn't want to hold us back. Yeah, which I think right. like I mean Super we're still amazing. And, yeah, like we're great, we're great friends, friends with, with him. He's an amazing. Like he's one of the most driven musicians I've ever mm. met. Like he. He's he, got the goods. He, he works so hard to if, at if, everything yeah, he does. If he's this amazing. was any kind of a. Yeah. Industry where you, you're this good and you're then you get this, you know, 
level mm-hmm. of a musical career, he would he would be in there yeah. for sure. Um, and wow. then mm-hmm. we, incredible. We but. had a drummer um, who January first, two thousand nineteen, sent us an email that he was quitting and that we were horrible people. And it was what? We, it was our fault that he was broke. <laughs> Well, I don't even, we're not even going to like, that's, that's so long ago. That's a whole other podcast episode and I don't even want to get into it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's the after dark episode. I mean, nothing happened. It was fine. It was just like, we had a, we were leaving for our, like a three week tour to like two weeks into January. So two weeks after he Mm -hmm. sent that email. So we had no drummer and we were going on tour. Oh my God. We booked, you know, we booked months. Like we were planning the tour that whole year. So we were like, wow, hard at work on that. We had months of shows. Booked as a rock band that has a drummer and a bassist and all this, you know? Yep. Shit. Uh, oh, major shit. So we, like, tried to find a drummer for, like, a week, 10 days. We thought we found somebody. He, like, showed up and told us he was going to, like, know all our music when he got there. Like, I probably could have played the drums better than he could, and I've never even played the drums before. <laughs> it was just, like, who's... I mean, basically, we went through seven drummers in five months. Some, some yeah. not like, not just like discarded. Some and I'm not going like, to say some, we're not, we're definitely not blameless. Oh my God, you we're know, not we're, blameless. I'm, we, we I, drive people hard. You we know, do. Like we're doing like, this. Ben and I are super intense and it doesn't always translate well. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always come out of us in like the, the best ways. Like we've made a lot of mistakes, mm-hmm. like, and we've definitely played our part in like driving some of these people away. But I also like now, so that for that tour in January, we like, we went with a bassist who saved our bacon and subsequently came home and was like, you guys are crazy and I'm out. And I was like, really? yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Have a nice life. I understand. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. I understand <laughs> completely. We are crazy. Um, but it works so well with like just the two of you. I feel like it just like, so that, thank God you're both like that. So, yeah. well, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't work if one of us was not like that. We both are. But that's right after that tour is when we recorded our EP called Desperate Electric. And Ben, I came up with the idea for the EP. when We were driving through Phoenix on that tour. Because, I mean, at that point, we still thought we were, even in the long haul, a rock band. Yeah. Like, we we're going to get the band mm-hmm. back. We we're going to find a band and get a band back together or something like that. So, so band like, back together. Yeah, band back together. But so I was like, like we, let's. You wanted to kind of memorialize that crazy. Yeah, it was like what we thought would to be, be the like, craziest tour ever. Like, right. Capture that moment in yeah. time of like we used like, oh, yeah, like we used electronic elect- drums. Electronic drums and we kind of had a rock wow. sound. I don't know, whatever. It was weird. So we came home and Ben and I recorded <clears> that EP, like just the two of us doing all the instruments. I mean, we had some friends help us with like mixing and mastering at that point, but like mm-hmm. we recorded all the instruments and everything. And we, Ben came up with the name and he was like, and the name for like that, the song that we had been playing that had no name for a long time mm-hmm. called Desperate Electric, our song Desperate Electric. So that was like a thing that I like, love we that released song. that EP like in March of that year. We were on tour with a drummer. I started playing bass out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Get out. And had to <laughs> yep. do that. She looks so hot. She does hot. it all. She she does so it all. Does She's like on stage, just hot. like singing, <laughs> playing her bass. I'm like, yes. Katie, don't even. Uh, like, I, 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 I like had Damn. to. It was like sink Damn. or swim. It was like we had a drummer for this tour, our mm-hmm. homie Paul, who's the best. Shout out to Paul. Love you, Paul. Paul's Love like the Paul. only person we've ever found that can go on tour with us for six weeks and still like us afterwards. Yeah. Um, bless. Bless Paul. But, um, yeah, I had to start playing bass. But so that whole, even, like, that whole spring, we were like, that EP is just, like, a snapshot in time. 
of blah, blah, blah. Um, of, you know, not having a drummer and using MIDI drums because we went on a whole nother tour with a drummer after that. And then we came home and we were like booking shows. We were going to play at like a music festival in June and we had to find a drummer. We'd been like kind of grooming this guy to like, he, he reached out to us because he's like, a you different guys, guy, not yeah, Paul. a different guy, not Paul. Paul, Paul was always a short, short term drummer. Yeah. But this other guy reached out to us like, I love the hustle. Like, all I want to do is play drums. Let's get in this. Let's do it. So we were grooming him. And then, like, and we had infinitely more tour booked, obviously. Yeah, we just, like, kept booking shows. that's all we, we wanted shows to do. after, like, August. Yeah. Hell and, yeah. Wow. And, and, he, then, and then he he played one show and bailed. Yeah, he, like, <laughs> oh came to, God. he, like, played a show with us on, like, a Saturday. Oh. And then that Monday, he, like, came to our practice space. We were, like, borrowing a buddy's, like, storage unit. Yeah. And he, like, came there and was like, so I'm going to quit. And we were like, wow. Like, oh my god quick and unexpected but um yep. so then it was like the end of may and we were leaving for tour and playing like a music festival like in three weeks and we were like what do we do like complete and total yeah meltdown I and, mean, and that that was the seventh drummer in five months. We're like, I, you know, we used them all. There's no more drummers yeah, in Montana. We, there's like, no more. No more in Montana. There's, that's it. We even shipped one. I mean, Paul was from Chicago. Yeah, we Paul shipped a different was, one from Oregon. Like, Yeah, we played two shows with a guy from Oregon. <laughs> we're shipping drummers all over. We were drummer. literally shipping drummers around the country. Um, but yeah, we just like, there was like a week where we were like, do we just like give this up? Because obviously, like, the like, is this a sign from the universe yeah. that like, we're not supposed to be doing this. Mm-hmm. And then we both were like, there's literally nothing else that we want to do. Like, not like I can't so think cool. of anything else that I want to do yeah, more than a, like play music. A couple of weeks mm-hmm. of like focused depression there. And for a so like, what do we do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I, I still remember that. Just like, oh, I've, the, I've never felt so lost. No, it it's was like, awful. I put all my eggs in this basket and it, the basket caught on fire. The basket, <sighs> yeah, is out to see and we're so you were thinking about like both of you just walking away from it or just weighing the options yeah yeah like it's like yeah. i mean we both had like college it's like maybe you go back we to the degrees, interior design you know, like, firm and i go find a marketing yeah. job and bang my head on a desk like <laughs> yeah you know like there was we had that conversation more than once we were like yeah. do we yeah like is this too much and is it like a sign from the universe that we should just like not do this you know like we've mm-hmm. literally spent the like all of that happened in one year of form, like since forming the band, one year. Mm-hmm. Like it just felt like a, too much. Like it's like this is like emotionally like traumatic to keep yeah. going through this and like getting your hopes up and putting all your eggs in this basket and being like, let's do it, let's drive, let's like mm-hmm. go move forward, let's book every show we can, let's play every show we can, let's write a million new songs, and then just to have people falling off your bandwagon like left and right mm-hmm. for a variety of reasons, you know. Mm-hmm. And most like some valid, some not, but like it just there there was that like a probably a ten day period that May where we were like, I don't know. And then we both just like woke up one day and we were like, let's let's just do it. Let's do Ben was like, I can make drum like beats for like all of our music and we'll just it was basically in that moment it's like Wow. I'm a producer now, I guess. Yeah. Let's go yep. with it. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just going to do it. Do it yourself. I, I was kind of like a rock musician, honestly. That was most of my background. I was like rock armed. I was an instrumentalist, much more than a producer. Mm-hmm. But at that point in time, it's like, if I want to make music, I have to produce. Yeah. And it was and like, I don't mind producing. We so had, it's like, all right, yeah. dive, we, we're, I'm diving deep. We had had every opportunity to like cancel our June shows, you know, and be like, we don't have a drummer. We're not going to go. And we just didn't. 
And like when we realized it was like June 1st and we like still had all these shows booked, like we couldn't bring ourselves to like cancel things. Like we wanted to go it's, out I there. I mean, it's so much work to book tours. Yeah, too, like you know? to book like, tours and book yeah, shows honestly. and like you look forward to it so much. And we were like, we haven't, you know, we haven't canceled this. Like we're going, you know, we just, we have to figure out how. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we played our first show as like the duo. We were still Dash though at the time because we were like, this has changed so many times. Like, we are not going to change our name right now because we're still, Ben and I have still always been the songwriters. We've always been mm-hmm. the singers, like, and we've had such a rotating cast of people. At this point, Dash is just Ben and I mm-hmm. and kind mm-hmm. of has always been just, we started the band. It's like been the two of us. And so we were like, let's, we're going to keep our name the same because we talked about changing our name at that point. Um, there was honestly just too much going on. But it was already. like, that's too much. Yeah. Like, we need to just be Dash. Like, we are still, we're going to play all the same music. Like, we're going to play the same songs. And so we just, like, hit the road like that. And it was, it went so, like, there were some hiccups. I mean, like, we were still figuring out. Yeah, there like, were still, we, still, you know, clubs we were booked out there. Like, we thought you were guys were like a rock band. Yeah, we were like, like, us well, too, buddy. We're not. Us it's too. like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like some electronic I'm pop sorry. shit. And you, you can get down with it. Or Here we are. It was I, like a, I, I, I'm at my wits. End. It was a, a lot of apologizing, <laughs> yeah. but then nobody was like too mad in the end. But it was like mm. we're sorry. We thought so too. So mm. jokes on all of us. Yep. Um, but yeah, there was like the first couple shows were like really terrifying because it also like when you play with like backing. They're I, they're backing track like beats, backing tracks, MIDI drums, whatever you want to call them. There's zero room for error because you're literally yeah. locked in. Like there's no, no like looking at your drummer and being like, just play that again. We're just gonna start like you're locked in, and mm-hmm. so you have mm-hmm. to be like. And we don't we can't afford like in ear monitors or anything. So we're just like rocking right. stage monitors and praying, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. fingers crossed. So the first couple shows were like terrifying but after that like we got like three or four shows in and it was honestly so much more enjoyable like for the two of us I I think especially because we are a couple like we were able to enjoy our time on the road more and not to say Mm -hmm. there hasn't still been like hiccups and Mm -hmm. crying in the Dunkin Donuts parking lots you Mm -hmm. know like It's or like our, our band buddies saw you throw like an iced coffee at oh, me. Oh, that's true. That was, that was <laughs> Yeah, just, it was iced, okay? Yeah, we were all like hanging yeah. out and having a good time. And then I like said something to piss Katie right off. And then like the guys like look back over and she's throwing a coffee at me. They're like, oh, God. okay. That's a yeah. vibe. Is the lid off or are we? It was, it wasn't it was, very well, full. Well, it also, it was mostly just like ice at that point. <laughs> like it's not like it was, I would never Don't waste, waste an iced coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Never, never. Like, yeah. Oh my God. You couldn't pay me to waste a nice <sighs> coffee. But yep. yeah, so there's still our moments, but it just like, and it like we got better and better at that. And it's like, it felt so good to like, mm-hmm. we, you know, it's hard to want to rely on other people to pursue your dreams. Like that's, I think that's mm-hmm. the point. Don't we that's, know it. That's what like, we realized. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is it's like, nobody's ever going to care about this as much as we do. And, like, and you can't yeah. expect yeah. them to. No, either, you can't. You know? That's unrealistic. Like, yeah. that's, that's where I think we went wrong. At yeah, times, it you is. Know? Like we put our eggs in the basket. Of we're like, like, how do you not want this? And you're not willing to sacrifice your body. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so like learning that and then being able to like move past like realizing that like going on Mm. like these tours is just the it was like this is what it feels like and 
the music industry is insane and obviously super unpredictable in itself. So there's always those moments of like things that you can't control and things that seem to have control over you. But the fact that like the only other person we have to like answer to or rely on is the other person has like, it was such kind of a breath of relief of like, Oh, we can literally just book shows now. And we don't have to worry about like, are we going to have to find a drummer? Are we going to have to pay a drummer? Are we going to have to find a bassist? Mm-hmm. Are we going to have to do X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. It's like, we can just do this now. Like, yeah. 100%. And you're always together. I mean, you live together, you're always together. So there's never like a moment of like, okay, let's, let's meet up with them. Let's talk to them. Yeah. Right. Like scheduling at. practices, no stuff mm-hmm. like that. Every, every schedule you have to get to line up is that much harder. Yeah. You know? So it was like right. this, it became so much easier and it was like, no, this is like, that's why that first year was like so difficult is because this is what we were like supposed to be doing. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. we needed to like, but like, had we, try like nobody could have convinced us prior to that that this was going to be like the thing that we want like we were like now we're a rock band like mm-hmm. we're gonna we want to do I mean, that it, and it is it's insanely fun to play in a band yeah it is playing with like other when, people when being in a band is going well it's incredible mm-hmm. it's but so cool mm-hmm. all all the rest of it is a headache and a mm-hmm. half it's just like the logistics of it and just like we also i mean i just love playing with ben like it's just so fun i'm cool yeah. Ben. <laughs> yep. ben is insanely cool. Yeah. Even if he was yeah. being sarcastic. Um, yeah. So that's I mean, that's, we're we've then, you know, last year, right before the pandemic, we were like, let's we're not really like feeling like we relate to the name Dash anymore. That feels like a past version of us. Like mm-hmm. our our music's totally. a bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because enough time had gone by we were starting to write new songs and like kind of find our new Yeah, like our, ha- you know, semi-electronic pop. R&B soul sound just you know we were changing genres and everything yeah and it was like okay it, it's felt like it was time so then we like prepped everything got everything set to do like a rebranding made sure all the socials were good to go we had like even um, probably an interview or two set up like and then boom pandemic it's like, oh Literally, we played like it's like we changed the name and like all right we'll keep playing shows and then you know we use this momentum to like just kind of push the name change through and then it'll just be like set in stone yeah. it'll be good and we played like two shows as Desperate Electric, and the pandemic happened. I'm like, oh my god! We were like, well, now, like, hopefully people are. Hopefully confused. people remember. Like, everyone's confused. Everybody okay. is just confused. But I also, I still like, I, I feel like even now we still resonate with like the name Desperate Electric so much more. It mm-hmm. just like tells our story more, and it like. Definitely, like, emphasis on, music. emphasis on the desperate, you know? Yeah. Like, that makes so much more sense now hearing the whole story because <laughs> yeah. I always was wondering, like, where did they get that name? Like, it, it feels like it fits so well, but I'm like, those are two, like, you just never hear that phrase. So mm-hmm. I was no, like, like, if you, and that's the intrigued. other thing, like, Dash is unsearchable. Like, there's a million, yeah. like, you the Kardashian store. Like, there's a Bitcoin oh, right. called Dash. Like, there, there's mm-hmm. a rapper that's got a decent there's following. Like, five like we would never, yeah, we'd never come up above them in a Google no. search or, or like a Spotify the, search. Like, or Kardashian Dash stores, hello. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so that was like another kind of reasoning. Cause yeah, if you like Google Desperate Electric, like the only other thing I could yeah. ever find was like some lady on Facebook Marketplace being like, I'm desperate for an electric toaster. <laughs> yeah. So. There's like one one Craig's list. <laughs> Amazing. I was out. like, it's gonna be like the electric company or something, <laughs> yeah. but that's better. 
So that was like an, it's another factor. Like we're just more like it's we have it like our, our online presence is like easier to promote and like. Mm-hmm. I don't even totally. know how Ben, like, when we were talking about names for that EP and, like, the song, our song that's titled Desperate Electric, like, which came before our name, Desperate Electric, we named ourselves after that. But, like, Ben just, like, came up with that. I was like, who just comes up with that? Like, it's such know, kind of, was, like, a weird combination mm-hmm. of words. Like, we, were, oh, we were driving into Phoenix, I think. I was yeah. just on that interstate, this just getting cooked. You know, it's Phoenix. Yeah. And, you know, my hopes and dreams were collapsing around me, and it just... <laughs> It just like presented itself. I'm like, this came you to saw you. it in a vision. Ah. In the, it's like our in drums our, are electric, like, and I'm so desperate to make anything work right now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's. So I feel like we're still like, you know, Dash is still like a part of us, and it's still like mm-hmm. we're like the same thing, but not. But we are. We like we still play mm-hmm. some of those old songs. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah, we still play some of our old songs. We'll break them out if we're playing like a super late night bar set or something. Like yeah. We're just, now we're Desperate Electric, and it just fits way better. It does. No, I think your story is so powerful because so many people find that crossroads of their lives, like, when it's, like, at their dream and facing reality. That's what our show is all about. Literally. (laughs) So the fact that you were both there in such a deep and dark way as well, Mm -hmm. and that... You know, when you're like trying to trace your dream, it's like, oh, for a few months, if it goes wrong, but it's like you had like a full year of just everything being the worst (laughs) and that you were like, you know what? We're going to keep doing it anyway and pivot and pivot, keep going at it. So I think that's so amazing. (laughs) Such a good message. I mean, to people everywhere, whenever you're at that crossroads, you know, that if you can't see yourselves doing anything but music for the rest of your life, it's like, why would you do anything else? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's going to, like, don't be mistaken. It's going to be so difficult. Like, it's still so hard. hard. Like, it's mm-hmm. still, it's not like we're just here, at, like, having the happiest day of our lives every day. It's, like, still I mean, like, super difficult. You know, we're, we're pivoting again because, yeah. like, the pandemic, you know, our, our game plan yeah. was shows, 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 you know, full-time shows. plan shows. And that, you know, that went out the window. All right. You know, pivot number three or four or whatever pivot number Mm -hmm. we're on now. It's. But I also think the quicker you realize that, like, that's just going to be when you're pursuing, especially like a creative passion Mm -hmm. er, and like that's your dream and you're you want it to be your job and you're making actively making it your job. Like you have to realize that literally you're just going to have to pivot a million times and you're probably going to be doing something totally different than you thought you were at the beginning. Mm hmm. But that's what it's supposed to be like. And the if we would have tried to continue to force, you know, the full band or force, play, I don't know how, like playing shows through a pandemic, nobody's doing that. But, you know, like trying to like force these things like it, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing now, which like, you know, we feel like we're absolutely where we're supposed to be and doing the things we're supposed to be doing. Like, mm-hmm. but it took a long time for me. Like, I'm a very <laughs> hard headed person. And for me to like realize that that. I just have to accept that we're going to be changing and evolving and pivoting like over and over again. But that's like, okay, that's what's supposed to happen. Like when I finally realized that I just like was able to finally relax. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, there's almost like a peace in just knowing that things are going to change constantly Mm -hmm. and you aren't going to know where you're going to be at five years, 10 years from now. Yeah. And you're just like, that's okay. Yeah, and I think calm it's in the chaos. It's mm-hmm. just hard because like we're not taught that, you know, like nobody te- like totally. everybody tells so you true. like what's your 5-year plan? What's your 10-year plan? Mm-hmm. And it's like especially when you're 
pursuing any sort of creative passion in any creative field, whether it's photography or music or art or whatever it is, like that's impossible. Like you can have, you should definitely have goals, but you Mm -hmm. can't like have a plan because that's just not what's going to happen. I am sorry. Like it's just not the kind of thing that has a normal career path. No, you can ask an engineer that you can ask a doctor that, you know, but I feel like a lot of people, there's no right way to do it. No, but Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people disappoint themselves by like having like a plan and then it doesn't work out. And then they're like really discouraged. Like, cause that's been Mm -hmm. me. It's like Mm -hmm. just knowing that that's probably never like your plan is never going to happen in a creative field. Like, you should still 100% pursue all your goals and, like, make goal, set goals, obviously. Like, that's huge. But, like, do not get so wound up with, like, in five years, I have to be doing this. It's like, well, mm. no, you probably definitely won't be doing that. So, yeah. yeah was, it, was it in your guys's? I mean, plan, now that we're talking about goals and plans, was it in your guys's plan to move to Butte? When did that kind of decision come it's, about? It had it had been cooking in the oven for a minute, honestly, because we, I mean, part part of playing shows constantly was we had to find like a low living situation, low cost living situation, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's not Bozeman. That's nothing having to no. do with Bozeman. So, yeah. like, as you know, we were starting to jet off and play shows, you know, most of the time, and we were like. My family's from Butte, too, so it's it's always been on my radar. I I, I love Butte. And, you know, we just kind of started looking around. It's like, Butte is dirt cheap to live in. So we just kind of, like, kept the note of that. And we we thought about trying to buy a place. Like, almost two years ago? Oh, yeah, over two years ago, right about when uh, that first drummer dropped the bomb on us. Like, I'm out. You know, we just like, we're like, okay, life is a little too uncertain to buy something right now. Yeah. And, and the more we traveled, we knew we wanted to be in Montana. Yeah. And like, we just, we didn't fit into Bozeman. Like, you know, you, you got to really have money to actually survive and thrive in Bozeman. Mm-hmm. So we're just like, well, pivot, you know, pivot yeah. again. Like, mm-hmm. we knew we wanted to probably wind up here in the area because, like, it is gorgeous. It's everything we love about Montana. I mean, we've mm-hmm. been to almost every single state in our travels and nothing ever like we never fell in love with a place as much as we both love Montana. Mm. Like we, I love mm. to travel. I want to continue to travel and tour. Like that's kind of the beauty of what we do, like what we get to do with touring. But like we knew like this, we wanted to be somewhere like quiet and you know, the, like the, we love the mountains. We love the landscape. Like mm-hmm. we knew we wanted to probably like our five year plan or our 10 year plan, not five years. That would be a little bold was to literally like build some sort of like compound with like places for like all Ben's family to stay and like a recording oh studio. And then yeah. last year we were like, we lived in Missoula for a bit and then we moved up to Great Falls and lived with Ben's cousins for a little bit. Cause we literally, like when the pandemic hit, we had no home. Like we had mm-hmm. given up like well, yeah, we a were place. Van, van living all oh, wow. Yeah. And like, just when we were on, like we were staying with Ben's brother for a week in Colorado, kind of between tour dates. Like that's mm-hmm. what we would do, which was, yeah, we, we never had more than like a week or two in between tours. We're just like, all right, mom. Yeah. All right, brother. All right. But it was you know. cool. Cause we got to like see our family and people we maybe wouldn't get to see. Cause Ben's brother like lives in Colorado. It's not, mm-hmm. like, we haven't seen him since then because of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, we just kind of were, Hopping around, we lived with some friends and then Ben's family. And then 
just literally so impulsively bought a house in Butte. <laughs> like, I mean, it wasn't so impulsively because we had no, been thinking yeah, about no. it for a while. Mm-hmm. But it was just like the whole thing was like we, after we kind of stabilized after the pandemic. It's like, I mean, you know, buying a house in Butte is like it's a big move, but like could work. I we mean, just, we talked about it, so we just kept talking it through. We're like. Hell, you know, like we wanted a studio space. Mm-hmm. Like we wanted, yeah. Because mm-hmm. when we lived in Missoula, we lived with our friend Emmett, who has like a studio space in his basement, and that was amazing. We recorded music there as us and with Emmett. And mm-hmm. then when we moved up to Great Falls, like we were living in Ben's cousin's house. Like they don't have a studio; they're like regular people, amazing regular people. Um, <laughs> like they're you not, know, they're not delusional no. creatives. Like yeah, the rest no, of they're us. like <laughs> yeah, right. You know, they have like really, you know, they kick butt in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but we missed that so much. We were like, we, like, mm. I need that. And so that's, that mm. was kind of a big push to, like, buying a house. And it just, like, we literally looked at houses for the first time on, like, January 17th. And we closed on the house we're in right now on August 31st. Wow. Yeah, we were looking for a while, huh? July wow. 19th. Did hey, I say July, January? You said January. You oh, said God. January. I'm all, we, I'm sorry. I don't know what day it is. It'd been on no, the back cool. burner for a long time, though. But, like, the yeah. first time we, like, looked at yeah, houses. Yeah, when, like, when we decided to get into it, we moved fast. Yeah, we did. We were like, we're doing it. We're, like, full send. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it works, it works. And I think the best thing about COVID, like, as an as a creative and as an artist and as a musician, you can do so much from your own space. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can record music and put it up on Spotify. And, you know, you obviously can't go on tour and book a Mm -hmm. bunch of shows but like you can do a lot from where you are and I remember asking you like I remember telling you that I was moving to LA and I was like do you guys ever like plan on going down to LA Uh, like what is your guys (laughs) plan like do you guys want to be in Montana forever and you were like honestly like there's no reason to go anywhere else right now because Mm -hmm. you could do all of this from anywhere yeah and I think that is such a huge Plus, and now, especially that you've built this amazing studio in your Beautiful. house. We see it behind you. We see the walls. Tell oh, us yeah. about that That's journey amazing. because it looks beautiful, but I know it did not look like that originally. Yeah, it was uh, blank walls all the yeah. way around. I mean, a gym mat. It was a karate studio. Yeah, Taekwondo. You know, taekwondo no studio. No way. Yeah, yeah, it was literally yeah. a Taekwondo dojo. It was like, a nice, nice big space, but yeah. yeah, just naked, you know, and the acoustic was awful. Astoundingly oh, garbage. Bad. oh, garbage. Like, worse, honestly, I, like, don't know how, I mean, I know how it was so bad, like, technically speaking, but, like, mm-hmm. it, was it was extra bad. Extra bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 a blank room, you know, with nothing on the walls and hard surfaces, it's always going to sound bad, but this was, like, wow. <laughs> it was Oh my god! So, <laughs> but yeah. it was like a big blank space, and it's like in our house, but it's also like weirdly, it only shares one actual wall with the rest of like our living space. Yeah, it's an addition mm. to a, like an old mining house in Butte. Yeah. So gotcha. yeah, it's it's wow. So it's one like, of a kind. Yeah, it let's is. call it that. Yeah, I did. When you were buying your house, did you know? I mean, you obviously knew that that was like attached to the house. That's but yeah. literally like, why we let's bought turn this, house. this into this. St- okay, got That's it. That's like we needed. We wanted a studio space that was bigger than just like a bedroom because mm-hmm. we wanted to be able to like track like a like drums, like yeah, live I instruments. I want to like set the drums up, mic them up, and be able to leave them and still yeah. walk around in the room. You know, like yeah. Mm-hmm. So gotcha. Like, but this is like bigger than w- what we d- imagined. Yeah. <laughs> like it just and. 
like the the this house is so it's super quirky and the original house was built in 1900 so it's like really old mm-hmm. oh my god like has like the steepest skinniest staircases you've ever yep. seen like it and would like be the, like the a house, weird sell for anybody else. Like, like the a, house had been on the market for about mm-hmm. a year when mm-hmm. we bought it. Just because oh, like wow. it's it's so quirky and so weird. Those stairs rule out anyone like over 50. <laughs> They're not going to want to deal with those stairs. And then like new families, there's only one shower in this house. And it's, mm. it's just it's missing, mm. missing things that normal home buyer demographics Modern would want. Modern living, yeah. yeah. And like, also like a giant like Taekwondo studio. Mm-hmm. Like large, right. it's like it's like what it are would, people gonna do? It would that? be a yeah. super weird sell to literally anybody else. But the minute we like started wandering around this house, like I was a little skeptical because of its age and just like I could see the work. Like as like an interior designer, I all mm-hmm. I could see was just like hours and hours of painting and mm-hmm. refinishing and things. But Ben like got in here and immediately just like saw the studio and he was like, "This like yeah. we how could we not do this? Like mm-hmm. this is." Mm. more of like Perfect. well it was just too like because it was weird no one else wanted it the price had been dropping for a year mm-hmm. so it's like uh-huh. we can get a hell of a deal on this like <laughs> it's got this space like it's crazy it's gonna be a mountain of work but I was just like we have to do it yeah, yeah. I was I was mm. sold the second I saw it so then we moved in on August 31st and Ben like the studio was empty for like months and all Ben did like every single night was research like on acoustic treatment and how to like build it ourselves because like yeah. we could not like the acoustic panels are expensive like mm-hmm. especially for the if you're buying like four you know that's pretty affordable but we needed like expensive. like to treat this we have, room you have to fill the whole room I, it would cost like, five to ten grand there's like there's 37 acoustic panels in here we haven't even Holy done the ceiling wow. like we still have to do the ceiling yeah we got 10 more coming like so it would have just we had been researched for months and months and months and months of like what kind of supplies we needed to buy what kind of fabric we need they all they're like frames with insulation a specific kind of insulation in them and then like and fabric. A specific fabric and just like then also like the diffuser as you can kind of see behind us and like you've seen in some of our instagrams and stuff like figuring out how to make those where where to place where them, to place them in the room yeah how to like we ha- there's a closet in here that is a weirdly big closet that we turned into the vocal booth like how to treat a vocal booth like Ben literally wow. spent like all of September and October planning this and like drawing out like we have these triangular base traps in every corner and he like did all of that and then we like went and bought the insulation and he started making panels and it took so long it took basically all of November and December working probably four or five nights a week just on this mm-hmm. like building the panels and hanging them up. Like, we didn't even, like, celebrate Thanksgiving. We just, like, worked in here. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Same with Halloween. Yeah, we didn't, like, do any, we just, all we did was, like, work on the studio. And, like, we had to get, we, like, there was carpet in here that we pulled up the carpet from our living room and put, like, new flooring in there and kept, like, we cut it up in one piece it's like a huge piece of carpet roll it up and drug it through our whole house to put it in here like because we needed to do this on a budget like i don't have money to Mm -hmm. carpet like a Mm -hmm. 800 square foot room wow i'm so bad at all like i would lose my mind i would be like fuck this i'm done i I would do one panel and be like i can't (laughs) oh it it felt real hopeless for a minute there because like the first diffuser there's like 
There's four diffusers on that back wall alone. The first one took me like a wow. week. And it's like I slapped it up and I'm like, and it like covered we like, like 1% so of the walls. Nosy. We it covered like so 1% proud of the walls. And I'm like, oh my God. And then we like stood back and we were like, oh no. It's like, look, oh, we're nowhere. Like, we have so oh, far man. to go. But like now, I mean, Ben is amazing. And we just like, he's gotten exponentially faster at all of this too, just mm-hmm. by like doing it a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. So that's helped. But yeah, we, it's still wow. like, we got to finish the ceiling, but the ceiling panels, we got down to a science. They don't take very long anymore to make. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to start trying to sell panels. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Because I can, I can come like an expert now. Yeah, custom make expert. sizes. And I, I mean, I just know the pricing, like. To buy them online is so expensive. Yeah, it is. Like I can make them for my friends cheaper, and mm-hmm. might as well. Genius. Mine as Genius. well. I was gonna ask what this past year has looked like for you, but it sounds like it's been creating your dream studio space. You've got mm. the house, and then just probably making as much music as possible, huh? You were finally into that phase, yeah. Yeah, and it's all oh, it feels so good. Oh, my I can't God, imagine. It, it, it was. There was months and months where we like hardly played music, you know, and just, wow. when, yeah. you know, because our living situation was upended or we had to build this place or you just did a variety yeah. of things, you know, like we it's, didn't it's really... a whole thing moving into a house. There's two weeks of just moving shit, yeah. you know, like painting and moving yeah. and organizing mm-hmm. and seeing what pieces of your life you have out of a storage unit. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, like last year, I mean, we like wrote and recorded some songs in like April and May last year in Missoula when we were living there. And then like once we moved up to Great Falls, basically through the end of December, like we were sort of, we were writing songs, but not like intensely. It was like, I sat down at the piano and like wrote a song over a couple of days, you know, like, but not recording anything. And so mm-hmm. literally on New Year's Eve, we spent, that was like the first night that we had all of our like gear. Like we got like, a new microphone and speakers and stuff like that. Um, we had all of our gear and we set it up and we like started recording on New Year's Eve. And that's like how we kicked off the new Ugh. year. Cause we were like, what do we want to be doing like Fun. this year? So like we want to be doing the thing so cool. like tonight on New Year's Eve, like that we want to be doing for the rest Ugh. of the year, which is like recording music in our new studio. That's awesome. What so, a way to ring in awesome. the new year. That's incredible. Yeah. Manifest, so we've maybe. just been like going nuts now. Like <laughs> We so are cool. in here like every chance we get just like, yeah, we, yeah. I would never leave. I would just like sit back with a beer all day and just like fuck around on everything. Yeah, it's really hard. That's not what we're doing to. tonight. That is what we're doing. Yeah. Like we're we're, we're going to drink plan. a few car bombs and fuck around. Yeah. 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 So you said you said um, that the first song that you recorded in 2021, and Ben, you wrote it last year during like peak quarantine in oh, what, yeah. like deep, April or deep something. Deep quarantine. And I mean, deep yeah, the, the song is called. Uh, can I drop the name? Is that okay? Yeah. This is their new it's coming out Friday. New release coming out Friday, March 26th. They're gonna perform a little, little acoustic version Just for you. Like uh, it's the like live premiere of this song. Yeah. You guys. Live yeah. Oh my gosh! On Michael you and Mary in the morning. You get to hear it before yeah. everyone else live from our coffee table. Live premiere of our new song, like never been played before live. Mm-mm. Never. Mm-mm. Nobody's even ever heard it. Nobody's even heard it before it's our, ever in their it's lives. It's called Vacation. It's called oh, Vacation. Ben wrote it. 
like in April, like so, like things were locked down. Our music career was kaput, like (laughs) kaput, you know. But it was like it was getting nicer outside, and and I was insanely unemployed. So I was just like, I mean, I can sit here and you know just let the existential dread just seep into my body, or I can like Mm -hmm. try to pretend I'm on vacation, and that's that's basically the the hook line right there in the chorus. It's just like taking whatever shit you're in. And even just finding a moment or just changing your mindset, whatever it is, to, like, just get that essence of vacation that, like, actually makes you feel good, like, rejuvenates your yeah. fucking soul. Yes. Just, like, silver lining that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we got a sneak preview of it, and it is such a vibe. It's such a <laughs> you vibe. Guys, Mary yeah, started you guys. playing it, and we were like, oh, my gosh. Like, it, like, like you were saying, it just makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's what I wanted. But, like, the lyrics are, like, not super happy which i think is a cool i love love juxtaposition yeah we love that yeah it's a you know it's honest yeah it is i wanted to hit hit some honesty but also with like it's fun it makes you want to like groove in your seat and be like yeah but it's also like very real and it's very like honest to our experience of like i mean our whole like creative experience but also like what we went through in the last year but i think that it can also just be kind of applied and related to just like any time in your life when you are like things aren't going the way you want them to, or life is looking a mm-hmm. hell of a lot different than you ever thought it would. And mm-hmm. just like finding the good parts in that and seeing like, what can I bring out of this mm-hmm. that's going to like be better or like be good. Yeah. And also like, do I need to just check out of reality and go on a mental vacation? Yes. Absolutely. Yes, mm-hmm. I do right now. And so like do that. Like if you've got to take a break, take a break. Like mm-hmm. there's no, sh- like I feel like, especially as creatives, you feel this like, constant pressure to like literally grind every second of your life away mm-hmm. and just be like i have to be working on this all the time because if i'm not working on it i'm losing time which there's like some truth to that but also like if you need a break take a break like you're gonna mm-hmm. be better for it like you're it's going to be okay like nothing the earth is not going to shatter like, mm-hmm. so just do that. Take your little reality vacation. Mm-hmm. Like, find the good parts of what you were doing before and, like, just bring those into your, the new version of your reality that you're going to create. Yeah. I think COVID did that for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Just, and especially people who li- who did work, like, a nine to five or something like that. And they, you know, were forced to work from home or maybe they got furloughed or something like that. And they just had to be like, okay, I have to reset my entire life and my entire thought process of what I think productivity is, what I think my worthiness is and like feeling lazy, but honestly, like it's not, you're just resting and you have no choice in the matter either. I think really changed a lot of people's mindsets for the better. And hopefully, you know, it'll stay like that for a lot of people. I know. Yeah. It will for me. <laughs> yeah, it will for yep. me. Like, I'm way better for it. Forever changed. Mm-hmm. Like, in, mm-hmm. in a lot of good ways, you know? Like, yes. there's things about last year that, yeah, I wish I could change. But I also know now, like, none of us would be where, like, we wouldn't be sitting where we're sitting right now. Literally, none of us. Like, if Same. last year wouldn't have happened. So, so true. it's like, we can choose to, like, be really mad about that and the shows we didn't get to play and the mm-hmm. festivals we didn't get to go to. Like, that sucks, you know? Baseline, that sucks. But also, it's like, I I think we all need to just, like, you know, have even 5%, like, gratitude for that. Because I do think a lot of good has come out of it, like, for a lot of people that I know. And, yeah, like, it sucked mm-hmm. for a ton of people. 
But I also feel like the general mindset of like what Mary was saying, just like taking time for yourself, taking time to like be mm-hmm. with the people closest to you, like your friends and your family and just like finding kind of like more like I know I found like an inner peace. Mm-hmm. Like I never really experienced because it's like I have to be at peace with this. Otherwise, it's like I'm going to go crazy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just have to like realize that this is what's going on now. And as difficult and as awful as it is, like I am like a little grateful for that. A little, mm-hmm. probably a lot grateful for that. But yeah. I mean, we, we were definitely, at least a little. You know, we were definitely so like full steam ahead with like touring. It's like mm-hmm. we were gonna die. Yeah, like, <laughs> just like the intensity. Like, we're gonna drain ourselves. Yeah, yeah, we were just like we were gonna look like we were fifty by the time we hit thirty. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we were just like really shriveled up, but yeah. <laughs> like emotionally shriveled up. Yeah, it just totally. it's a lot. Like I think when you like Ben and I, you know, we were talking about earlier we're intense and like push each other really hard and everybody around us subsequently like I think it was really good for us to realize like we don't have to do that every second of every day like Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. like to do that and we should do that Mm -hmm. but also it's like okay to just like take a break like sit on the couch take five take five seconds like chill out yeah enjoy your people enjoy your time Mm -hmm. so that's if you can't yeah take a little vacation along the way then you know yeah. What do you really do? Buy you yourself doing? a blow up pool and a flamingo floaty and mm-hmm. just sit out on your patio or your terrace or your backyard and make a cocktail. Yeah. Yes. And I love that. Have a little home vacay. Yeah. Vacation also reminds me what with the song we love, it goes, eh. Hey, hey, oh yeah, I'm on vacation, vacation every, every single, single day because I love my occupation. Eh, eh, it reminds eh, me a lot of that song <laughs> too heads, because yeah. it's like, yes. not only are you, are you talking about the vacation of like just being forced to kind of relax for a second in this mm-hmm. like so weird time, but it's also this time of you guys kind of refocusing your band and who you are as as music and like your sound and stuff and realizing that like this is my vocation this is what i'm supposed to be doing and like you can make it a vacation in that Mm -hmm. because it's your dream yeah oh yeah absolutely well and just like you know the concept of vacation like i just feel like should be more accessible it's something that people save they save that mindset for when they actually book right. a trip somewhere. It's like, okay, now I'll have fun. It's like mm-hmm. right. that like oh. that oh my that, God. that part of your brain that. should just be so much more accessible than we societally or culturally, whatever, you know, it should just be so much yes, more accessible. Ben. Yeah. Forever. Yes, I love Ben. Wow. That. I'm Track obsessed with that. Noggin, honestly. Enjoying that the process of it. Oh my oh, gosh. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, should we listen to it? Slash play it? it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And now, live from the coffee table, Desperate Electric. I'm working for the day. You won't say what I do is cute. Still trying to find a way to be steady, making moves. I lost my sanity. The second I just got it back. Now, it's the only way I can react. I'm trying to pretend I'm on vacation. It's not a conversation That I'm trying to have with nobody I'm trying to be glad Though I got no money With the right amount of denial I can crack a little smile 
Though I feel myself going out of style I'm going up on cloud nine and this time Gonna stay for a while Just like, just whip this out. Just whip real this quick. out acoustic from the coffee table. Like I cannot with your vocals both together. Also, Katie, you sound like Valerie June. Like Stop. so jazzy, and mm-hmm. I love the way you. I just love the way you sing, and I love the oh harmonies and the gonna stay for a while. It's so catchy. So good. And I think that you guys were saying before how you think that it's like the lyrics are kind of sad, but it's like the the tune of it is happy and we love the juxtaposition. But I think that to me, it's just like so 
it's almost like sarcastic and it's almost just funny. It's just funny. And I think it kind of puts like a comedic kind of satire on quarantine and like mm-hmm. just feeling like a piece of shit but like yeah. you're just gonna own it i just have my pool just out of the shade that everyone's throwing and i love what you did with the shade that lyric was brilliant that was ben that was all ben ben wrote <laughs> like basically so this good, entire ben. song he, oh, he yeah. came up with that i know the shade he came up with that verse and i was just like shocked i was like that is amazing. Because yes, during quarantine, ben. we literally had a blow-up pool. And one day, I was really... This is a true story. This happened in, like, June. I, I bought a blow-up pool at Walmart because I was like, I, I want one. Fuck like, it. I can't yeah. go anywhere. That's <laughs> all I have. It's, it was $25. And I, like, blew it up, and we filled it with water, and nobody wanted to hang out with me. Like, we had five roommates, and I could not Stop. convince one other person to, like, sit in the pool and drink with me. And I was... Furious. I was like, <laughs> I would have. What? What else? What else are you doing? Like, Sounds literally. Like, a dream, like what honestly. else are you doing? So I was like, so mad. So Ben wrote that line and I literally laughed for like 30 minutes. I was like, that is. Because so it's like funny. true. It's like a, like a little, like true experience. Like all mm-hmm. of, all of those lyrics were taken from like things we either like were directly experiencing. Like, I'm like Ben's lyric, like I'm working for the day. You won't say what I do is cute. We like have had people, uh, you know, when people say like, oh, it's cute. Like in like a nice. Wait, nine, stop. Same. That yeah. is literally like, Oh my God, you guys are musicians? That's so cute. Like, like when oh, they're like, oh, th- so that, that cute little thing that you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm it's like, like, oh yeah, that. It's not like, <laughs> it's like, it's not cute like that. Like it's like. Yes, we're cute, but no, like yeah, it's exactly. not exactly. Little, Like you, you know? can call me cute, but like, don't, I'm like. I'm doing serious. a thing, like for serious here. <laughs> Literally, and so like 100%. we've had people say that, be like, "Oh, that's so cute," and it's like, "Fuck you, <laughs> like fuck off, <laughs> fuck off." Like we're doing a thing yeah. here. That's freaking real. So yeah, no Ben. Ben's yeah. like a lyrical genius. Yeah, um, and I love that even though it's like their personal stories, they're so relatable. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like you just put me right into it, you know? Yeah, that's. I mean, everybody has those that's, moments that's, that's where you're line, like, "I gotta." It's a line we really like to walk. You yeah, know? it's like. Mm-hmm. We like to make it very personal just because obviously that feels good to say like, oh, God, and just got to get that out there, you know, but yeah, it's got to be relatable. Well, yeah, yeah, like I like art that I can relate to. Yeah. I think everybody does. I like relating totally. to people through art. Yeah. You know? I have two things. One, this is going to sound so funny, but this is just how my brain works. When I first heard like the rhythm and the beat, I could see it on TikTok and like kids like packing for vacation or like doing outfit changes as they're doing it. And then like a montage of being on vacation. (laughs) Yeah. Literally, I was like, it just sounds like, and it's just like very vibey. That's immediately like what my brain thought of because I'm always thinking about TikToks. Um, Well, yeah, who isn't? I I mean, let's be honest. If I can get Gen Z to dance on their phones, I did my job. So we can. I love TikTok. Yeah, I got you. We'll, we'll, we'll you talk guys, after this. Yes. We'll talk no, after this. You guys this. are we, like I, the TikTok king and queen. Um, we love the talk. I, um, I also love the talk. I'm so about it. <laughs> she does. I'm so about it. I'm not like good at it yet. I got to like up my game, like my personal game, but I love it. Right. Yeah. No, 100%. That's how I feel, it's too. It's been everything. And then the second thing I thought of was I'm so excited for when, like, the panorama's over mm-hmm. and you guys are at a live show somewhere. And you're like, so we wrote this song in the middle of quarantine peak and we bought this ball pool. Nobody would, like, sit out there with me. And People it's like, then we created this song. That. And it just becomes, like, 
You know, we're, it's funny because we were talking about people being, like, nostalgic about the pandemic. You know, we get nostalgic for everything. And even though it, like, yes. wasn't anything of the sort, you still have those yeah. feelings yep. that it's oh, well, over, yeah. you know? Totally. So I, I mean, like I already kind of so. do for parts of it. It's like when we were living in Me Missoula too. and, like, we were having, like, family dinner with our new roommates yeah. every night. Like, it was yeah. so wholesome. Like, we're not... Like, nobody's doing that anymore. It was like this yeah. such a weird time warp. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I feel the same. I can't wait to play that song live. <sighs> That's oh, going to be, be really a fun, fun one. Yes. Um, are there, there any other COVID songs or at least like quarantine songs that that maybe are on their way out or maybe got demoted where you're like, that's actually super bad. <laughs> it's a bad song. I'm not going to release The whole time we've definitely tried to not like go too far into it, you know, because it's almost like, mm-hmm. is this the thing that people are going to be like legitimately nostalgic about and they mm-hmm. want to like relive it? Right. It's like, I, I don't know about that, you know? Well, like, there were like so many layers to it, like with everything that's happened in the last yeah, year. Yeah, you don't want to be like mm-hmm. insensitive. Well, yeah, it's just a hot topic, you know? I mean, like, yeah, mm-hmm. and it also like, I don't, yeah. And, and I think we've, you know, especially at this point in time, we've all heard plenty about it. You know, yeah. like, it's like, do we like, need to remind think... people there's a pandemic at this point? Right. right. Yeah. Um, like, I think, because we released a song last summer called Drinking Instead, and I think that that would be what I classify as other, like, it's like our other, like, COVID song. Yes. Because mm. it's like, it's talking about how, you like, I mean, this is like an unhealthy coping mechanism, but, you know, you're just like, yeah, mad, and you're like, Vacation's fuck healthier. it. <laughs> like, taking a mental vacation is <laughs> much healthier, but, like, I'm pissed off. It's 1 p.m. I don't have shit to do. Like, I lost mm. my job. I'm, like, in a house with people that I, like, hardly know. We're mm-hmm. six weeks into this, and I'm just going to have some 1 p.m. wine. And, yeah. you know, things aren't going great. It's but like, like sure it's you should wine p.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wine p.m. So that was like wine our down. other, like, I would call like a sort of like COVID tune. Like, we've been yeah. writing a ton, but they're yeah, we've not got We got another one, one or two in the boiler room, kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, we have we've got a lot of unfinished. We've got one with with a producer buddy from uh, Portland who's in like that. That's not where we are going to release that one. Yeah, but yeah, there'll be some more. Mm. The I music guess, is COVID inspired. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. not era. like COVID like specific, but just kind of like the whole last year, just kind of yeah. you know stuff like the that. Whole growth in general. We've got a lot mm-hmm. of music on like the on deck, you know, to yes. come out yeah. after. After Are, is it going to be like a body of work or is it just going to be a bunch of singles? Um, Can you tell us? There's definitely going to be like multiple singles this yeah. year. Um, we've like toyed with the idea like, where I guess we're planning on an album coming out this year, but Ooh. I think amazing. it may come out in like two different chunks, but it's mm-hmm. like very much still like in the works of like figuring out exactly how it's all going to piece together. But yeah, many, many more songs, many more, much more music is imminent. It's coming. So it's coming. A lot of like oh, little projects. We're so excited. And yeah. Can't wait. Fun other things, maybe other vacation related things are coming out in the super near merch? Merch, 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 music oh, videos. Well, I'm trying to figure out oh, some. Shit. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, I would like, yeah, merch, hopefully. I'm trying to figure out. I'm definitely going to need a shirt that has a blow up pool and a flamingo floaty that just says gonna stay for a while and like a cute oh, yeah. ass vintage. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. genius <laughs> idea. Oh, I'm gonna like God, yes. I'll be your Credit designer. You that. Like, <laughs> you yes. I thought about it. So good. The flamingo floaty is is a real thing and the Flamingo mm-hmm. Floaty will um so this is super top secret. We haven't told anybody Ooh. this. 
We'll get close. Crazy. Yeah, we're getting close. Get super close. We did film a music video for Vacation, yes. and it will be out shortly after the single. I can't say the day. Yes. Okay. I can't okay. give that away. Okay. okay. Um, but very shortly after the single comes out. So, like, you know, the single's coming out on Friday, the, like, mm-hmm. literally the 26th. This Friday. So, and you heard this it here Friday, first. everybody. You heard it here first. The Straight single's up. coming out. We played it for you live for the first freaking time ever. Mm-hmm. That's and That's the video is coming. Coming in hot. So, so good. We've we've never been this excited about a video. No, we actually saw. Oh, that's awesome. um, We saw a rough cut. We saw a rough cut, like the first like rough cut of it very recently. Mm -hmm. And it's so, it's funny. Like it's funny. So just. That's incredible. Needed. So needed right now. The two things that it's funny and there's a lot of pink flamingo. So. Perfect. It's got what you need. It's got, it's got all the. The key components, but that is, that's happening. So, uh, lots, lots. Music to, video we didn't know we needed. Amen. It's a freaking man. I'm pretty excited about it, and I'm usually like, you know, Ben and I are usually really hard on ourselves. I mean, I feel like every artist is like mm-hmm. ultra hard on themselves, but like this mm-hmm. is, we're like, really excited. We, we couldn't about even it. do it. We couldn't even be hard on, no, hard we on ourselves about this. We no. saw the video. We're like, shit. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yes. Such a good like, I can't even hate myself right now. <laughs> this is insane. Amazing. <laughs> so there's no we'll take in it, there. Take it music, and music videos imminent. Hopefully, merch is also imminent. I got to get my shit together. Yep. Um, I mean, but because I, I, I want to make that vacation, I really want to make some vacation merch. <laughs> like it's got to happen. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, also, here's, I'm also trying to like <laughs> delve into the foray of like slightly more sustainable merch for sure because I feel like. And we've done this as the only, like, we've, I don't know where it comes from. Yeah. Like, it's just a box of t-shirts. the fabric, yeah. Nobody really knows. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to, yeah, dive into the world of, like, how do we do this, first of all, more cost-effective for us, um, but also, like, maybe a bit more sustainably. I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of thrifting, so Mm -hmm. maybe we'll just, Oh, my God, cute. If you could just, like, thrift clothes and then have, like, someone... Produce yeah, right, like them or so but fun. then they're all also and one no of a kind, the same, yeah. right? So all Which I feel like I special. would be into that as a consumer. So I don't mm. know. We're same. we're playing with some ideas. We'll see. So cool. We'll see. But yes, the the song, the video, for sure, a million percent. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Mm. So much to come. So much, so to, much come. to come. Many I'm more so songs. Excited. Yeah. So much more music. We've just yes. been like recording our we're, little hiney. We're, we're starting to hit our stride in here, and we are just. Yeah. Staying busy. Can't wait to hear it all. Yes. But thank you so much for hanging out with us, sharing oh your story with us, yes. sharing your love story, oh your story God. of music, thank you. Thank you debuting for your single. This was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh it God. was. I you came for the, the music, but stayed for the love story. <laughs> you know, oh, I came for the love story and I stayed for the music. I'm so, so. okay with it. music and love no i just like see like after hearing your story i just think like resilience like with you two like it's so like it's so clear (laughs) that you two will not give up like we're basically never stop we are a (laughs) hundred percent punching punching bags bags for the world for each other yeah it's all I love it. But I love it. Well, everybody, we it. stop punching them. Go stream vacation. <laughs> stop it punching, is out start on listening. Friday. Yes. Go follow Pre-save them. Yeah. Tell everyone where they can find you. Tell all your details. You follow. We have a website. I don't know if people even look at that, but it's desperateelectric.com. 
um, on like all socials. We're just at Desperate yep. Electric. TikTok, Amazing. Facebook, Instagram. I think oh, our Twitter yeah. is start talking. something different, but I don't really tweet that much, so that's not super important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. But uh, you can pre-save our single. That like yes. really helps. Pre-saves yes. help a lot. Yes. I like hate it's, it's to... A, it's a big metric in this It is a age. big metric. So you can pre-save oh, yeah. it. The link is in like all of our bios. It's like the first thing on our Facebook page. It's like literally at, in our bio on our Instagram. It's like the first thing that you mm-hmm. can click. Um, pre-save the single. We'll put it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Pre-save it. Pre-save that. Everyone, show. go to your show. I'll go to the show notes. It's there right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh go God. to the sh- go to the show notes. You can pre-save it there. We would love you forever if you did that. Mm-hmm. Just like it means so much. Like we can literally see how many people are doing that. They like give oh, us your cool. like. We'll know. So it's just like every single person that does that. It like little warms our little tiny hearts. Mm-hmm. So oh, uh, absolutely. We're just like it. we just want people to you know enjoy art and hopefully like. They enjoy our art if that's their vibe. So, yay! Ugh, well, we Amazing. love you so much. It was so we good to you. see you. Love you guys. Oh, I oh my can't gosh. wait. Can't wait till you're in LA playing a show and we can yes. come and just fangirl out. Oh my god, out yes. here. you have to stop we'll in LA. Like, you guys heard tour. this first on our show. Hi everyone. <laughs> this <laughs> yes. was us. That's our show. Mary in the morning, everybody. <laughs> yeah. No, you guys are. Famous. I would be my fans. I would happened. die. Please <laughs> say that. We're gonna. You guys can be like our, um, like our MCs, like introducing us. Oh, you be like, here we are. We are Don't Michael and Mary jo- in the morning. I haven't Don't even thought about us. this. I, wow. No, it's like a whole plan in my head that just materialized. It's okay, happening. Yeah. It's manifesting down. this. We're yep. putting this yes. up into the air right now. Yes, today. and it's gonna be lit. And there's gonna be a million yes. people there. Gosh, We're all gonna be I vaccinated. Can't wait. We We're it. all going to be back yes. in. COVID will be <laughs> over. Uh, well, I love you guys oh so much. God. I will hopefully see you soon. Yes. And thank you so much for doing this. This oh, is thank, thank, you. thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. This is, oh I God. like, am obsessed with you guys. I love the show. We love the show. We love your hustle. Yeah. I mean, it's oh, just. Sad. You guys did it. You did your vacation thing, you know, uh-huh. last year. We did. did you did it. Thing. So that was our vacation. Yeah. Y'all sent it. Ugh. You did it. You are doing it. You're amazing. It's beautiful to see. Thank yes. you. You are. Oh. Thank you for tuning into Michael and Mary in the Morning, the cute ass podcast you didn't know you needed. Featuring you can, Desperate Electric. And you can follow us on Instagram at Michael and Mary in the Morning. Be sure to subscribe, follow, and share this episode with anyone who just needs a vibe today, anyone who needs to be inspired, anyone who needs to just learn about resilience and how and to keep rest. going and rest and all of the things. And go follow Desperate Electric. Mm-hmm. Go save the single. Mm-hmm. It's in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find the link to our cute S merch on Instagram yeah. or in the show notes. If you like our show, please write us a review on the free Apple Podcast app. Um, we'd love to hear all of your feedback. We'd love what you. Uh, we'd love to hear what you thought about Desperate Electric's interview yeah. and how much you love them. Um, and if you want more content, you can join us on Patreon. You can bet your ass that um, vacation is going to be on the April playlist, playlist. bonus episode. Yeah, yep, so. that's coming. That's coming. Also, check out our new brunch tier to get your hands on exclusive uh, on an exclusive Michael and Mary Tumblr. They're the best. By joining as little as a dollar a month, you can support us so we can continue to support you. We love you all so much and we love Desperate Electric. Love you, we cherish you, we adore you. Like it's the only thing we'll ever do. See you Monday. This time I'm gonna stay for